What's up, everybody? This is Cole Bowling with the Bowling Group at Keller Williams Realty, One Legacy Partners here in Topeka. And you are listening to Topeka Business Uncensored. Here we go. Hey, everybody. This is Cole Bowling with the Bowling Group at Keller Williams One Legacy Partners in Topeka. And this is Topeka Business Uncensored. And this is a podcast where we are talking to local business owners in the Northeast Kansas, greater Topeka area about their business. They're, they're local. They have things to offer people that are just out of this, out, out, things that we don't really see every day or, or even think about. And so um, if you know somebody that uh, you, you think that we would love to talk to, please let me know. Now, today is pretty cool. The, the thing I love about today's guest he is what I would say is literal grassroots. You know, people talk about your grassroots businesses. They talk about they talk about from the ground up, but this one's a mixture of both. So today, I want to I want to welcome Tracy Lutz and uh, welcome Tracy. Thank you. And uh, Tracy is the owner of uh, Summer Pick Farms. And Tra- Tracy, what's Summer Pick Farms? Uh. <laughs> well, a lot of people ask me what Summer Pick Farms is. Um, actually, the name came from a variety of tomato, our first variety of tomato we ever grown successfully years ago. Um, so that's how we kind of got a name. We had to come up with something for tax purposes. And uh, it, it was kind of one of those things you kind of go round and round trying to find the perfect name. And I happened to look down and happened to see one of our tomato plants sitting there. And, and I looked at my wife and I said, that's what we're going to name it. And she goes, tomato i said no no we're going to name it summer pick <laughs> farms you know you, you usually think about you know growing vegetables in the summer or eating vegetables in the summer summertime melons stuff like that i said that would be a great sure. name so that's kind of how it started but we are just a small family run uh ba- basically a market garden if um okay. for some people that aren't aware of what a market gardening is it's it's between a uh, very dedicated gardener to a commercial farm so we're that okay. knit, that need in between there um we grow in a couple high tunnels high tunnels are basically greenhouses which some people may be familiar with um everything we grow is undercover so which means everything we grow is in a high tunnel so i can control the weather i can control the rain i can control the humidity i can control everything and i'm not manipulating the plants at all i am just giving them the perfect ideal growing situation to produce the most food for the limited amount of space awesome so you're located where just outside of meriden kansas so just north of okay over by between Lake Perry and Meriden. Are you like a, how does a, how does a consumer um, purchase products from you? Uh, We do various things. Um, Like I said, this is our second full-time year. Last year was our first year uh, with me doing this farm full-time as a job. Um, We have Facebook pages. We have Instagram. um, I have a YouTube channel. Um, I don't, I don't know if that's something you want me to mention, like the names of it or anything like that, but we sure, do go have, for it. Yeah. Our Facebook page is just summer pick farms and you can go there and you can check out short little videos that we put on of what we're providing at that time. 
Um, there's a message board there also. You could leave messages for me and then my phone number's on there. You can contact me by calling or texting me directly. Um, we have on-farm pickups as well as delivery services. We do a weekly bag delivery, which some people may uh, kind of get what that is. Uh, most people are used to what they call CSA, where you, um, you pay up front for a product like January or February, you pay for the whole year's worth of vegetables up front. And that gives the farmer income to get the seeds, get the ground going, get everything working. And then every week you get a bag from that. And I looked at that. I looked at that model and I wasn't comfortable with taking someone's money up front. So sure. what we do is I, I, I put every, I put all the capital up front first. And so the bad thing about that is, you know, I have to go six months of the year without getting paid. You know, you have to put mm. all that before you start getting some of that back but we do a weekly bag service out of we service Topeka, Silver Lake, Hoyt, Holton and Meriden and we feed okay. about 20 families a week so out we do 20 25 you said yes 25 families we do everything from awesome. micro all the way up I think there's actually 12 or 14 different varieties of vegetables and stuff that we do produce do you have a goal of how many families you're playing to try to start feeding weekly or anything like that uh, 25 was my goal for my second year my first year was 10 of course you, okay. you i believe in starting small a lot of people will sure um look at going into debt right away like huge amounts of debt and and then starting huge to make up for that debt and everything that the thing that's weird about our business here is everything that we do is 100 percent debt free so i own everything Sweet. here wait and, and that's the way we had to look into this was from, you know, the high tunnels we use are, are, are very expensive. And so the watering systems we use, the irrigation we go from, the soil that we buy, you know, I spend $2,000 a year just buying dirt, you know, to, to grow this stuff into, to mix into our medias. Um, and that's all the organic fertilizers that go with that. And then, you know, another couple thousand dollars worth of seeds every year that we put in the ground. So I wanted to make sure if this was going to work, that we had to do this 100% debt free. So going into that, my first year, I set my goals very low. You know, I set my goals as selling some stuff uh, on the side a little bit, but then feeding 10 families. And we exceeded that goal. We had 15 families, I think is what we ended up with in December of last year. Okay. When we All right. This year was 25. That's my goal. But my goal is 50 families is what my goal is. That is, would be where if, when I hit 50, that would that's where I would be happy. I would love to be able to feed 50 families within our 100-mile radius, our community here. What do you mean by feeding a family? Uh, What's like that so look like? We, we do everything. We have a standard weekly bag that's delivered, so my delivery fee is based into it. It's, it's just a weekly bag for a standard price, and we do uh, custom salad mix and custom lettuce blends, and okay. then at that point, everything's a la carte. So, my, uh, my bag will have two items in it for this set price with delivery. And then we do a la carte. So you can actually choose it like you would, like if you went to a fast food restaurant. So if you wanted, we do 10 different types of microgreens. And if you're familiar with microgreens or radish, broccoli, salad mix, um, cool Robbie, there's all kinds of different microgreens out there. Um, each one of those a la carte items is $4. So you get your choice of microgreens. You can pick 10 microgreens or you can pick one. You can pick a bunch of radishes, a bunch of carrots, more lettuce, cucumbers, zucchini, squash, okra, green beans, tomatoes, cherry tomatoes, cucumbers, snacking cucumbers, uh, cantaloupe, 
um, um, peppers from sweet peppers all the way from bell peppers all the way up to Carolina Reapers. We grow everything in between. Um, and there's a lot of herbs involved in that too. So it kind of makes it customizable to where you're not set. A lot of farms will set you at like a $25 bag. And then they choose the four or five items they put in that bag. And that's what you get. So if you don't like radishes, you're stuck with radishes. Um, or if you don't, for handsome, if you're not a tomato eater, you're stuck with tomatoes or something like that. Yeah, I'm not um, big on radishes, but I do tomatoes. That's yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tomatoes seems to be we we grow a couple hundred tomato plants here. So awesome. And and uh, our goal on that was 500 tomato plants. So we're halfway there. We grow a little bit over 200 tomato plants a year under in high tunnels. So we're we're halfway to our goal. So I heard you say that you started this business during COVID, right? Because yes. you said two years right. ago. I mean, literally, it was like three months before COVID actually became COVID, I guess you COVID. would call it. Sure, yeah. sure. What was it like for you starting a business during a time like that? Did you, did you even notice? Because you, I guess you weren't really in business when it wasn't COVID, but like, right. talk to me a little bit about what you experienced with that. It, it was to, to back up just a bit. Um, mm -hmm. I, I got hurt here on the farm. And it's actually Super Bowl weekends when the, the Chiefs were playing the Super Bowl. <laughs> they won the Super Bowl. I got hurt that day. And uh, I got hurt here at the farm. And I ended up having to go to the doctor and get looked at. And I ended up having a really, really bad back problem. Like I had four herniated discs. I blew out my pelvis. Oh, wow. I, had, I had a pretty bad accident. And it took me three or four months of walking with canes to get to, get to where I could walk without a cane. And wow going through work, you know, I worked in a manufacturing plant here in Topeka. Well, I can't, I can't walk on concrete anymore. You know, 12, 14 hours a day on concrete is not going to work. So the doctor uh, would not sign me off for work. So I had to release myself. Mm -hmm. from and that was literally like three months before the whole term COVID was really, you know, you knew people were sick overseas, but it really wasn't sure. Yet. And so, like a real deal. And so we were trying to figure out what I was going to do for work. And, you know, this has been a side thing for me. I've always, you know, I go down the rabbit hole of a lot of people where you get on YouTube late at night because you can't sleep. And one second you're watching car videos and the next second you're watching, you know, baby chickens eating grass outside. I mean, I don't know how you end up down that hole, but a lot of people, you know, you end up in that there's like two yeah. medium. And, yeah. uh, you know, I always, we always had a huge garden here and I grew up in a farm family. And um, so everybody had a victory garden. And so, you know, we were growing food because I wasn't working. So I said, you know, we need to grow some foods until I can figure out what we're going to do. You know, I need to grow some food for us. And I started looking at YouTube for, you know, certain ideas and stuff. And I saw this idea of being a market gardener, you know, where you're a professional gardener. And I was like, well, how do you mm -hmm. make money doing that? And, you know, you start watching more videos. There's a lot of famous farmers out there. And uh, I started following that model. And I told my wife, I said, you know, I can do that. And she said, you know, there, there, you know, if it was anybody else, I would say no. But she said, I know your initiative. I know your drive. I know your, your passion and stuff. And she said, just go for it. We have nothing else to lose. And, and then COVID hit. And then I was thinking, oh my Lord, how, how, how is this going to work? You know, if everybody's staying home, nobody's going to buy anything. What are we going to do? People mm -hmm. came out of the woodworks to search me out for food. It, it was amazing. Awesome community grouped around us and, and helped our business thrive actually our business thrived we doubled our business in the first year of covid 
just like that. Do you that. think that's because people didn't want to go to supermarkets or do you think that I, was because they really organically wanted to support I think, local? I think you're both. I think, okay. you know, if you would have asked me this 30 years ago, if people would care if their lettuce was organically grown, I would have said no. You know, people mm -hmm. would store by what they wanted. But nowadays, you know, people are so much more in depth with their food and their choices that they put into their body. And um, right. I think they see that they, you know, most of these people have already been to farmers markets, you know, they've already purchased right. stuff uh, from other farms or, you know, other organic uh, places, you know, from gro organic grocery stores, stuff like that. So they're familiar with that. And when you get a region, um, you know, this popular, this uh, popularity of market growing is popular in the East. You're talking like South Carolina, North Carolina, Tennessee, sure. uh, that, you know, farmers markets are abundant there. Oh, when yeah. you think, well, when you think of rural Kansas, you know, it, it's not your first situation where you think there's a guy out there growing 2,500 heads of lettuce in the middle of, you know, February, you know, I mean, it's mm -hmm. not it comes into your mind and, sure. you know, people knew I was doing this friends and family, people I went to school with, you know, um, cause I, I still live in the same place that I grew up in the same house, the same farm, um, same community. I went to school and I'm still here and. Mm -hmm um so a lot of people know who we are and you know once one person figured out what we were doing it was just like somebody opened the door and the wind came in I mean that we had people messaging us uh wanting to know if we were gonna do markets wanting to know where they can come get stuff what do we have going and and it just kind of it just kind of went from, it went something from a very hey can I come over and get half a dozen tomatoes from you guys and just kind of talk to you know, we have people from other towns that I don't even know. Hey, I heard through my friend is blah, 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 which was friends of this person that you know that you used to work with, said that you may be selling a weekly bag subscription. Is there any way I can get in on that? That's and awesome. That's all about it. It's been nothing but but a godsend. And um, so if I, I wanted to buy something that it, like huh? if I didn't want to get into a service and I didn't want right. to um, do something like that, but I wanted to go out, see you. Uh -huh. you know, and, and, and on a, on maybe like a Saturday or something, yep. is there anywhere that I could come to you at? Um, I, I, you know, people are more than welcome to come here on the farm. I'm very transparent. It's not, it's not a big farm. Like I think a lot of people have, you know, growing up in Kansas, they think it's like a hundred acres of wheat and corn and cattle and stuff. Sure. It's not that, you know, I literally grow on an eighth of an acre to a quarter of an acre of what I, what I live on. I mean, that's all it takes. You know, I think we're looking at under 10 or 12,000 square feet of growing space, but it's very high intensity growing. So, sure. you know, you're, you know, you're looking at thousands of heads of lettuce, uh, 10, 15,000 carrots. I mean, that's the type of stuff that we grow. Um, yeah, people are more than welcome to come to the farm and that's where they can reach me at that, that Facebook page. It's got my number. You can text me. You can message me there. A lot of people just use Messenger and message me. Um, I'm very transparent. I show people exactly where their food is grown, what goes That's into awesome. the ground. So there's nothing there. I'm not hiding anything from anybody. But we also do pop-up markets. Um, okay. Usually on Saturdays, we'll, we'll, I'll post something on our Facebook page that says, hey guys, we're going to be at this place uh, from, from 10 to 2 on Saturday afternoon. Come check us out for your fresh vegetables or any of your, you know, any of your vegetable needs. And then people usually see us there with our tents or, you know, something like that. Um, or like I said, we do that weekly bag service. If you want to be a part of that, you can message me and I can put you on a list. And I send out a, a, a text message to everyone when it starts, what we have coming up in the next two days. I get the order, I pick it, 
and then where we deliver to and what towns, you know, we have different days for every town that we deliver to. I love it. I love it. What, what could you, so let's say there's somebody listening right now who is just thinking about a business in general. Maybe they're thinking about starting a car lot. Maybe they're starting a car wash or something completely opposite of what you do as a business owner. What would be one or two pieces of advice you could give a brand new business on how to really get started? Take it slow. I, I cannot, I, personally, I cannot stress that enough. I think a lot of people will go head over heels and, and want to make money quick. You know, it's human nature to want to take a dollar and make a hundred. You know, that, that's just the way we are. And that's the world. Unfortunately, that's the world we live in right now. And I suggest that everyone try to take a step back, take a deep breath and take it slow. Set many goals. I think a lot of people will set one big, huge goal of let's say, let's say my goal is to be a millionaire and they set that goal to, to be, to make $2 million and they come way short of that goal and then they fail and then they lose interest or they go bankrupt or, you know, there's a lot of stuff that happens into that. You want, you don't always have to win the battle or the war, you know, you need to win the battles that lead you up to the war. So if your goal is, you know, a quarter of a million dollars a year is what your goal is, then I think your first year goal should be, you know, 30, $40,000. Your next goal should be 75, maybe 150, maybe 250. You know, you got my goal is in a five-year goal. That's my plan when I started was from year one to year five, this is where I wanted to be. And I am vastly past where I need to be at year two right now. Um, and that is structure paid for. Um, that is, you know, utensils paid for. That is tools paid for. Like I said, I went into this 100% debt-free. And I understand, you know, you can't start a car lot debt-free. There's not a lot of people that have the capital to, you right. know, to dump $10 million into a car lot and start debt-free. And, you know, my situation is a little bit different. But in that turn, you know, we're looking, you know, we looked at dropping, you know, $50,000 to get started, mm -hmm. you know, so mm -hmm. the thing we had to look at was how do we do this and get to where we need to be, you know, these, these tunnels that we grow in are not cheap, you know, they're not $1,500 tunnels, they're $15,000 tunnels, sure. so how do you do something like that and, and, and try to, to get their debt free, you know, you, you, everything has to go back into the farm, you know, sometimes you don't pay yourself, you know, the first year or so they always say, you know, you don't pay yourself the first year you're, you're eating, you know, you're eating ramen noodles your first year trying to get going, you know, mm -hmm. it, it, it's all about the hustle. It's how hard you want to work. Now, if you want to work very hard and go above and beyond, you know, you're going to get rewarded for that. And if you want to so, go in, you know, lackadaisical wise, you're going to get rewarded for that amount of work that you do also, you know, there's nothing given to you in this world. It doesn't work that way. You know, and a lot of, I think if we get to that part where a lot of people are, are, they think they should be given something that this is, this is my right. No, it's not your right. We all have, mm -hmm. we were all born the same way. You know, we were all right. born naked. So yep. what you do yep. from that point on, whether you go down a path of crime, whether you go down a path of wealth or whether you become a basketball star or a football star, that's everybody starts the same way. And from that yep. day, you take your first breath is the day you decide which path you're going to walk. And, you know, it comes with it. good. And it comes with good friends and family that you surround yourself with. You know, I'm a big believer yep. in that. If you surround yep. yourself with people that you want to be with, they're going to make sure you succeed. And, and, 
you know, that, that's, that's what people have to remember. It's, it's, it's a tough world out there. You know, there's a lot of people that are trying to start a business. It, you know, you may mm-hmm. think you're the only one that has that great idea of, of this signature thing you're doing. Trust me, there's probably 20 other people doing the same thing you're doing right now. Yeah. Competition's not always bad, right? The, um, the awesome. That makes you yeah. work a lot and makes it yeah. worth your time. If there's you said no something, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. Right. And you said something that I live in my head, lives in my head a lot with, because uh, I'm a business coach. I help people grow businesses. And this is something, and kind of to sum up what you said is something I tell a lot of my uh, entrepreneurs is we overestimate what we can do in one year and we underestimate what we can do in five. Yep. And, and it really should be as simple as, and you hit the nail on the head. You know, it's everybody wants to come out and blaze, you know, blaze that trail, be known uh, and all that information and, and, and all that stuff. But here's the here's a really great thing that I want everybody to hear that he said was you really don't have to go fast. It's really about small incremental changes every day, adding one more thing today, adding another thing. And we call that in, in, in our world, we call it red light, green light. So it's just like a car. If something is red, which means it's expensive and we don't have the cash to pay for it, we can't go yet. We can't cross that street. But if we see something that we want and we have the cash and we can pay for it, it's green. It's green. It's go, baby. It's go, go, go. And then when you hit that road, you may have to stop. You may get to that intersection and need to stop again. And I really love what you said about about really taking it day by day, not overdoing what you do in the first you know, year, because the reality of it is, is you're kind of more of the exception. Most people are the rule. The rule that most people live by is go hard. It's new. You got to, you got to work hard. They don't work smart and you work smart and hard. And that's what I really hope people understand is that starting a business, you don't need to be a hundred miles an hour, crazy bouncing off the wall, doing all this, because that's typically when you burn out quickly and your business never gets off the ground. Yep, I hundred percent, hundred percent agree with you. So it's you have a you have you have very, this business. Slow down. <laughs> What's that? It's it's very hard to take it slow sometimes. You know when 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 you when see stuff in the future, you get excited about it. You're like, oh man, this is coming down the pipe in six months. I'll just go ahead and take the leap now. Mm-hmm. I, I find myself I have to slow down and 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 make that. And, and, you know, and I've talked to my wife about it and, you know, she'll say, well, it's up to you. If you want to do it, go ahead. And, you know, I'll tell her, well, I'm just going to wait. And she's like, well, why would you wait? And I'm like, well, because I, that's what I want. You know, I want to slow down. I want to make sure we succeed in this. I don't want to fail. You know, failure is not an option with me, you know? So mm-hmm. if, if, the, if it takes me two years or it takes me an extra six months to reach a goal that I've set, then that's what it's going to take me. Obviously that's where my goal is, is in six months. It's not today. Yeah, because because failure means forward in my world. Right. Yes. Right? Yeah. It's yes. It, it, it's the it's recently I passed my 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 broker's exam in the state of Kansas and it was one of the mm-hmm. hardest things I ever did and I failed it. I failed the first time I took it. I failed the second time I took it and I'm okay admitting that because you know what I learned so much by my failure than I ever did by if I would have passed it the first time. And the same thing with my business. You know, my business has went up and down. I've been all over the place. And just like anybody, if I would have failed and and quit, I really did fail. 
Right. But we fall forward when we're business owners. We sometimes embrace the failure. I don't always hate failing. It, I hate the feelings of failure of like, oh, I, I didn't win or like, because we're competitive right. people. But it's all about seeing it as, man, every storm has a beautiful, has a beautiful day the next day, right? And the thing yep. with failure is that it really does show you if this is your your calling, it, it, what, what you should do next. And, and I love what Babe, Babe Ruth says. He goes, you can never beat a person that quits. Right. And, and it doesn't take a lot to keep going. It just takes you showing up one more time and two more times. So thank you so much. I, you know, I, I couldn't, I couldn't do my show without people like you. <laughs> furthermore, this is about you and your business. I, I, I'm super pumped to learn more about your business as, as I'm going to start following you more. And I hope we become <laughs> friends. And I, I love, I love what you're doing. I'm going to stop by if I see you at, uh, at, at your little pop-up stands, but either way, if anybody's, if anybody is looking for his food service and, and wants to be a little bit more organic, wants to know more, reach out to Tracy. He's got his Facebook pages. He's got his, his, all his social media platforms. Um, one last thing, is there anything else you would like to add about your business or any information that you would like to uh, let our listeners know? Um, I would say uh, support your local businesses. It's very important, mm -hmm. you know, in, in a world nowadays where everyone's got a computer in their hand. Um, basically, I don't think there's anybody walking around that doesn't have a, a laptop in their hand now. You know, I mean, these smartphones that we have basically will take us anywhere around the world. And I think it's really convenient and really easy to get on some apps and buy stuff, you know, and have it shipped to your house in two days and, you know, never get out of your pajamas and, you know, order groceries or order anything like yeah. that. It's very important to support your local people. These people are working every day to bring you the best products and best support and customer service that there is to offer. And unless you show up to let them know, that they're doing a good job by supporting that business. Um, they're not going to know. They're just going to, you know, it's, 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 you see a lot of small businesses will come and go a lot, especially around here. Um, you know, we're not exactly right in the middle of, you know, a huge city. Um, mm -hmm. Topeka is a pretty big city, but as far as city goes, it's not a Chicago or a LA or a San Absolutely. Diego or mm -hmm. anything. So, you know, we don't really have that. I hate to say this word, but we really don't have that bougie type of place around here. And, and your local bit artisan style businesses depend on us to patronize, mm -hmm. to support mm -hmm. them, show them support. Every time you buy a plate of food from them or every time you buy a handmade product from somebody that you see in your community, that supports them and their, and their family. That lets mm -hmm. them know they're doing a good job. And I think it's very important to support local because without that, we all fail. Yeah, there's this there's this viral video I saw this one time where this this lady comes into this like little boutique shop, and as she's leaving, they, they the two ladies behind the counter are like watch her leave, and as soon as they're she's outside, they're like high oh, fiving, and they're they're so excited and they're very happy, and and that's real, guys. I mean, what he is saying is real. There's real people don't get me wrong. There's real people behind every corporation and Absolutely. every company in, in every way and every capacity. And, and however you look at businesses, you know, the big and the small, somebody is benefiting somewhere. You are supporting someone yet. What Tracy's saying right now is so good. It's the local people 
these are the people that you actually are in the grocery store next to. And they're the people who, if you were in trouble, would actually be able to show up, right? And, and they're the ones who would support your kids' programs at school, just like we would love that you support businesses. Just like, you know, with yours, we have our real estate business, right? Like the, the right. reality is, is we're local. I'm born and raised in the Topeka, Kansas area. My wife is from, uh, she went to Royal Valley. You know, those, she, we're, we are really local in every capacity of the word. And, and I love what you just said, Tracy, about just really support and local because I'm not always the best at it. I'm not going to lie. Sometimes we get busy. Sometimes yep. that it, it doesn't, and, and everybody listening, Tracy's not saying everything you do has to be that way. But he's saying, like, if you have the chance to stop at his pop-up while you're go getting gas at Petro, or if, if, if you're online and you see he's got a new product, give it a try. You know, it's not all of those things. Even a, a dollar is way better than nothing at all, right? So yes, exactly. I love it. I, I love it. Support exactly. local. Support local. Well, Tracy, thank you so much for being on here. Everybody listening, I'm going to have all the links for Tracy's contact information in whatever platform you're looking at right now. If you're on Spotify, if you're on uh, YouTube, if you're on Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening to this right now, in the comments of this, there will be all the links to Tracy's page, how to contact him. And, uh, and, and I really hope you reach out to him, get started in a program with him. Or if you can't, or if you're, if you're into something else, please find a pop-up that he is. Tell him how you found him. Mention our podcast. Um, I'm, I would love to know that myself. That it's that you know we were able to introduce him to you. And uh, but Tracy, thank you so much for being here today. Really thank appreciate you. you having you. And uh, I look forward to seeing your growth, your success, and and you've got a new raving fan in me. So thank you. For, uh, it, me it means here. a lot that uh, that you that you put us on the podcast here to kind of let me speak my speak my piece a little bit. And uh, I want to thank yeah. everybody for listening. And uh, hopefully I get to see you guys this summer. Come check me yeah. out. At least, yeah. hi. At least come say hi. I can't wait till we do this, uh, our follow-up podcast a year from now and the next year. And I'm and just watching you grow. So I'm, so, I'm, I'm pumped about that. And, uh, and thanks again. Uh, look forward thanks. to talking to you soon, Tracy. Thank you, Cole. I appreciate it, buddy. Thank you. See ya. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to Topeka Business Uncensored, where we interview business owners in the Topeka, Kansas area about their business, and a little bit about them as a person. I'm Cole Bowling, and I am one of the co-owners with my wife, Jamie, of the Bowling Group Real Estate team with Keller Williams, One Legacy Partners in Topeka. If you are thinking about selling, buying, or investing in real estate, I'd love to connect with you through our website at thebowlinggroup.com.